0: You're listening to Yale Radio WYBC. This is Brainerd Carey with the lives of the artists, architects, curators, and more. Today on our show, I'm talking with Ian Weaver. Ian, thanks so much for being with me today. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Ian, you're in South Bend, Indiana, and it's October 19th in 2021. Um, How are things going there? I'm I'm always asking about the pandemic because it seems like it's different everywhere, but just... um, Get a sense of how how are things there, and how's it been for your your work in the past year.
1: Well, you know, it's um, so I teach here. I teach at a small college, St. Mary's College um, in uh, South Bend, Indiana, and so teaching has definitely been um, challenging during the pandemic. Uh, I'm really fortunate because I recently got tenure and promotion, so I'm currently on sabbatical this semester. Um, so. You know I'm able to actually get in the studio and do a lot of work and and I've been really fortunate in that sense, but I know a lot of my um my friends who are artists um especially if they're in bigger cities have really struggled with you know getting uh studio time or or um, teaching and and different things like that but i've I've actually um been able to use the the pandemic to my advantage in terms of being able to you know be really focused um Obviously, my my studio is on campus, and since I'm doing a lot of sculpture work, uh, I'm um, able to use the facilities there. So, you know, with the pandemic, the class sizes have been smaller, um, the spaces have been open more. So really, it's been a a benefit for me in some ways, Um, not ideal in other ways. But um, in terms of my work, I think uh, I've been able to make the most out of it.
0: And, and what are you working on now, and, and is it preparing for a show? I wasn't sure if you were having a show at, at Fort Worth Contemporary Arts this year or if you're preparing for something else.
1: So I'm preparing for the Fort Worth uh, Contemporary Arts show in the fall of 2022. So that was one of the pandemic um, you know, concerns is that that show was pushed back. It was originally scheduled for this year. Uh but it worked out well for me i was um I'm working with uh, the curator there um uh Sarah Jane parsons, and you know she's been really great. um I told her that I would be having my sabbatical this fall, so it basically made much more sense for me to um have the show pushed back so i'm I'm currently working on uh work for that solo exhibition. Um in terms of the the work that I'm working on, it's a continuation of the body of work that I've been doing for really the past decade or so um I'm originally from Chicago, and uh the area in which uh my mother and her siblings grew up in the near west side of Chicago was completely decimated you know by urban renewal and gentrification and uh sub uh, the um expressway system that was uh built and Uh, basically went through uh, their community. So I've been creating a body of work that uh, sort of reimagines that community um, because a lot of the history was lost.
0: So let's talk about that and the community um, because, right, you've been doing iterations of this for a while. um, I'd like to talk about the objects and 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 installation but um but tell me about the community what 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 was lost in the community what are you trying to kind of recreate or emulate or 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 illustrate
1: sure so so the community itself uh the near west side of uh chicago a lot of people who come to chicago um know of the open market that was there for really for over 100 years the maxwell street market um that's the community that my mom grew up in, which right now is, uh, you know, Chicago, it's north of uh, Pilsen. It's where the University of Illinois Circle Campus is now. Um, Basically it's the sort of like Roosevelt um, and Halsted area, which is basically just west of uh, the downtown Chicago um, area. So the near west side. And, you know, when my mom grew up in that area uh, in the 1940s, 1950s, It was a huge immigrant uh, population, huge immigrant community. So it was the area where uh, people from uh, Germany and from uh, Poland all over Europe, um, all over the Americas came uh, to live when they uh, came to Chicago. Um, It was also a place, one of the places that, um, you know, African-Americans who migrated from the south to the north during the Great Migration uh, settled in. And in particular, the black um, area of that uh, community, the black bottom, was the area that my mom grew up in. So she grew up, you know, around lots of different kinds of people. But around the 50s, mid-50s, and the 60s, the community underwent a lot of change. Uh, The expressways were built. Um, The uh, public university, University of Illinois Circle Campus, was built in the 60s, I believe. Um, and then uh, some of the, uh, the like current gentrification that happened in that community in the 2000s, when the uh, University of Illinois Circle Campus was uh, renovated and that entire University Village community was built up. So I actually moved to Pilsen in 2000, and it was literally 60 years to the day that my mom was born in that community. And before that, I was doing I was I've trained as a painter and a printmaker, so I was doing that sort of work and primarily figurative work, uh, working with the people in my life, uh, my family um, as models. And I started to talk with my mother to find, you know, another way of of working, a way to uh, sort of explore what was lost in that community. So the community history, um, our personal family history. Uh, my grandfather was um, uh, reverend to. Um, you know, a a small church in that community, a Baptist minister uh, that was lost, um, the home that um, they grew up in. So there was a lot of personal as well as community history that was lost. And when I started working with my mom to try to find documents and ephemera and objects and things that uh, existed for the family history to sort of try to make, um, you know, a way of retelling the family history, we're um, documenting the family history. We weren't able to find really anything. She wasn't able to find any sort of photos because we didn't really have um, any of that documentation personally. And so I started to think about number one how how does a community actually tell its history um, and how do people in general tell their histories? And so that was really the impetus for me to begin this um, black bottom. Uh, project where I, instead of trying to find the existing lost, um, historical record that I created, you know, the, the record that never existed. So it's really much more about, um, a sort of constructed, uh, history, a constructed memory, uh, than it is about, um, documenting what was, uh, specifically lost.
0: And let's talk about those those memories then, in, in terms of what's going to be in, in the show. Can we talk about the the upcoming show a sure. little bit, or, or or some of the work that you're um, getting getting ready for the for the Fort Worth show?
1: Sure. So uh, basically, I I created um, this uh, fictional group of people called the Black Knights, and in my mind, uh, they were this sort of melding of, uh, two entities, uh, black nationalist, um, black, uh, activist movement of the seventies. Um, and this, um, sort of historic kind of heraldic, uh, you know, knights' um, history, um, from Europe. And, and so I basically, I wanted to have this entity that could act as, um, you know, a character in this narrative that I was creating. So uh, these black knights were ostensibly this group that fought for uh, the community's existence. And uh, ultimately they were unsuccessful in terms of uh, saving the community that was lost. Um, one of the things that I wanted to do in the body of work that I was creating was to create an archive for these black knights. So a way to tell their history and Uh, in essence, to tell this fictive history uh, of the community, so this constructed um, history, this constructed memory that I was working on. And so, like I said before, I started to think about what are the ways in which uh, people uh, create their own uh, histories and document their own histories. And so using that as sort of a guide for me, I started to make um, an archive for these Black Knights so I started with maps of the community that I uh, created um, i because I was thinking of the um, the ephemera that exists you know for um, you know for communities uh, I created um, sculpture so I created a a black power helmet um, you know part of the uh, sort of you know the um, the um, armory that the the armor that the uh, the night's War, um, you know I started working with photography, so all of the different ways in which we sort of document um, and archive our own uh, histories these are the ways in which I started to uh, create um, objects and images um, to um, you know to document the history of this um, this uh, group of people that I created
0: and And, in the current show so the the Black Knights and particularly that helmet uh the helmet won't be in it right that was already acquired by another institution wasn't it
1: The helmet is an addition piece um so there i I have um one piece, so it will be a part of that show um the show will um what I'm hoping to do for for this um for the show at uh the fort Worth Contemporary is have um some works that uh that were created that have been a part of like separate shows throughout the years, as well as, um, some newer things that I'm creating, um, as well as, um, a few things that I've, um, recreated. For instance, I had a show at the Chicago cultural center back in 2015, 2016. And, um, one of the largest, larger pieces that was showcased, um, in the show were, uh, the hulls of two ships that were, again, ostensibly the vessels that brought the Black Knights to uh, the Black Bottom community. So those are, I'll be making a, a new hull for that show, a new um, boat for that show, um, a fragment. Um, the The helmet will be in that show. Um, I'm actually also working on a, a brand new project. So one of the things that I was always really interested in, since I was trained as a figurative artist, figurative painter um with this new body of work you know how would i actually be able to um, have the uh, the figure represented without actually having you know the the actual representation of a person in the work like like the image of a person or whatever so i wanted to have the presence of the body of the figure without actually having the image um, of a figure so you know, having the maps, the maps obviously refer to place and geography and travel. Um, they also refer to um, the people in the same way that architecture refers to the people that inhabit it, as opposed to just the building. Um, the halls um, clearly make reference to um, the people um, who they transport. So I was really interested in having that be sort of an anchor um, for this entire Body of work um, I wanted the the work to read as sort of loss I wanted it to read as trauma um, the figure removed from that space because that's what happened uh, in the community in the black bottom community. One of the things that I'm starting to work on for that's during my sabbatical that I wanted to um, try out is to reintroduce the image of uh, the figure through um, a photographic project that I'm, I'm working on right now. So I've always been really interested in uh, photography and this idea of uh, how photography can seem to tell, um, you know, and uh, it's, it can seem to be about a very specific um, documentation, like it can be about fact, or people can read it as being about fact, even though it can be uh, fictive, obviously. Um, so I was always really interested in that. And then more specifically, I've been really interested in, uh, stereoscope imagery, um, because stereoscopes were this thing that they were used in schools to have kids, uh, learn about, uh, different cultures, different people. Um, but also stereoscopes have, um, this history of being, like, there's a whole history of very racist, um, stereoscope, um, imagery um you know very racist uh, you know images of black people on plantations or you know stealing chickens or doing all sorts of other different things and so i thought that that was really interesting because you know it was there would have been an, an entire group of people who would have learned about you know these different cultures and different people uh through these stereoscopes and these stereoscopes were basically telling a history. So I was really interested in that. And then I um, got really interested in this idea of studio photography as a way in which you can construct um, like a photographic image, literally constructing it with set design and, you know, a backdrop and lighting and, uh, and have that be, you know, a reference to um, a constructed narrative or a constructed memory so one of the things that I'm doing now is I'm working with studio photography and working with models. The models are actually um, my family again, uh, including my mother who grew up in that community, um, posing as uh, members of the Black Knight uh, community. And I've created uh, these sort of set design pieces that will act as backdrops, and we'll be shooting uh, these as uh, studio uh, images. So it, it'll be interesting. It's a completely different way of approaching uh, the body of work that I've been developing, you know, reintroducing uh, the figure into my work in general, and then introducing the figure uh, into this specific body of work where the figure was missing. So I'm interested in seeing how those two will operate within the same exhibition space. These photographs of like these constructed photographs of these black knights um, alongside these other objects that reference the, the body but that have the body removed
0: and so that sounds fascinating and and, and the black knights i mean when when people ask about them or you, or you explain because this is the the subtext, right the narrative that that you've been working on through this as you say, constructed memory, um, it seems what's of what's of concern also is what happened to the black knights um, yes. what 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 happened right isn't that the question that's that's being? sort of begged
1: a little bit here from the, from the It,
0: viewers. it is.
1: And, and I, I think one of the things that I've, um, I've started to come to, so it was actually the, the first, the first iteration of um, this exhibition with, uh, with what happened at the uh, Chicago Cultural Center. That was the first iteration of, of, um, of how I wanted to approach it. And the way that I, I wanted to approach it was to start to think about um, the Black Knights history as sort of episodic in, in chapters, which is something that comes from um, you know my interest in in literature and uh, and you know I was uh, actually a creative writing uh, major in undergrad before I moved over to art and i I'd drawn my entire life from childhood but um, but I was a creative writing major in, in college uh, before um I moved over to um, to become an art major. So I've always been interested in narrative um, and I've always been interested in how I can develop a narrative through this visual sort of, you know, uh, device. And um, and so one of the things that I was really interested in was telling the night story as if it was a, a written story. I, I actually haven't written anything specifically about the Knights. Um, you know, there's something about having it be like I was, I guess I was concerned about illustrating a, um, you know, a, a text, so I didn't want to do that. So I haven't written anything down, but I am interested in this idea of, of uh, of this being told in chapters. So that's one reason why um, the title from the Chicago Cultural Center show is uh, Black Knights Archive, Chapter One: Migration. So I had this idea of having each one of these um, exhibitions be a separate chapter. Um, I did have some of the chapters in mind, um, but, uh, that was sort of a long way around, um, your question, which is that at some point, you know, the, what happens to the knights and what happens to the community would be told through, you know, through the archive.
0: And the archive is, is the work, uh, and, and, and every iteration of it, right? I mean, how do people see the whole
1: archive? It's, it's through seeing multiple shows or it's through reading or, or or both well it's through seeing multiple shows, but one of the things that I was interested in was the possibility of developing um, you know a like a, a like an, a, like a web based sort of presence for the exhibition, maybe a separate uh, website that would um, sort of document i mean I have my personal website, but something that would be very much about um like the the nights themselves and not just the display of my work, so that was one idea that I did have, but primarily it's been through sort of multiple showings of of the work um, that the story gets re- revealed. One thing that I'd really like to do at some point it's it's been um, it's been an idea of mine since I actually started working on this uh back in really actually more than 10 years back in 2008 was the first showing that I had of uh, this body of work. Um, you know, I always had in the back of my mind that all of these pieces would come together and that I would create an actual researchable archive, um, you know, for the black Knights. So whether that would be in, um, you know, a, like an exhibition sort of museum sort of format that I would um, you know that I would host, or um, you know, if it were actually in a collection somewhere where people could research, um, you know, the the Black Knight's history. So that that's one idea that I that I did have was, um, you know, having all of these uh, chapters essentially have all the chapters come together in the same way that they would if if it were a, a novel
0: yeah that's 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 and but
1: that's but that's not what you're going to do
0: that's the idea you had, but that's not how it's moving forward now.
1: well, that won't be the show uh for um fort worth i I think there will probably be a few more of the chapters that I would like to do before I have this sort of final culmination um, but it's it's something that I'm still uh thinking about because there is yeah. the idea that you know it, it would be difficult for people. I mean, people would understand um, the work through a single chapter that they were actually able to see. So in some ways, I guess it, you could think of it sort of like a like performance in a way. You know, does performance sort of live outside of, you know, that that one event that that group of people are there to witness and see? I mean, there, you could document the, the performance, but um, that's something very different than actually being at the performance. So in a, in a certain way, even though I'm not a performer, performer in that in that sense but in some ways i'm thinking about it in that in that sense that it's uh you know people are able to um, understand the entire history and the archive but only through the lens that they're they're seeing when they actually go see that specific um display of that chapter
0: right right yeah that's that's um that's so
1: interesting, and, and and
0: I wanna I wanna wish you well in your your upcoming show or shows plural, and um, I want to ask you one more question, which is, what are you reading at the moment? A little off topic, or maybe it's on topic. I don't know.
1: Oh yeah, it's definitely on topic because I'm I'm always reading. I do a lot of research before I uh, you know I start any of my projects. So there are several things that I'm I'm reading. I've been reading, going back and forth um, to a uh, Don Quixote, which You know that was a friend of mine who was um uh was a spanish literature um phd major um talking to me years ago about my work and it just asked me if i had ever read don quixote and i i hadn't it's it's sort of one of those novels that's sort of like um i don't know it's like maybe like the bible or something where everyone where it's it's in the sort of public conscience but um, it's something that not everyone has read or Moby Dick or something like that. So that's something that I've been going back and forth to. There are several other books. Um, I read um, like different readers on memory and places and public monuments. But specifically, the one book that I'm reading right now is called In the Wake um, on Blackness and Being. It's by Christina Sharp, And I'm just really fascinated by it because she uses um the image of the wake and the wake as in all sorts of different um, iterations the wake um as it pertains to you know the the trace that a boat makes as it goes cuts through water um, or the wake uh you know that's associated with a funeral um but this idea of um a trace and trauma and you know connects that to um, black consciousness, and then also um, to uh, black images um, in contemporary culture, including um, you know artists and in contemporary media. So it's really fascinating. It's really influenced uh, some of the things that I'm thinking about with uh, some of the film work that I would also like to um, have as a part of this exhibition, the 16-millimeter film work that I'm shooting um, on the river. So this um, notion of the wake is something that I've I've been interested in, even though I didn't know, like specifically, like I didn't have the terminology for it, but I had always been interested um, in this idea of sort of uh, the trace of what's left behind the whole, um, you know, the archive. In in a way, these are all sort of uh, traces of what's left behind from the people that were there. The community itself is sort of, you know, a trace of what was there that's no longer there.
0: Thank you, Ian. I, I want to I wanna wish you well with your upcoming shows, and I want to thank you so much for talking with me today. For those who are listening, there's links here to get more information, but, Ian, thank you so much.
1: Thank you very much. You're listening to Yale
0: Radio WYBC. This is Brainerd Carey with the lives of the artists, architects, curators, and more.